Hello, Jiminy Cricket Conscience Service. Jiminy Cricket speaking. Sure glad you called. I just tried to call my friend Pinocchio, but I forgot his phone number, and I never wrote it down. Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. And welcome to episode 153 of A Spoonful of Podcast. I am your host, Evan Dickens, here with my co-host in crime, Brian Galloway. Brian, how are you doing, sir? I am doing very well. I think this is a, it's, it's been a eventful summer. A lot of things going on. Um, we only have a couple more weeks of summer and it's done. But I have to, you know, we have to try to hopefully fill it with as much cool things as possible. So I'm looking forward to that right now. Well, yeah, cool has that double entendre because for me, you know, as most of our Spoonies know, I am now a Florida resident being only about an hour and 10 minutes from Magic Kingdom. So uh, cool is what I'm going to be trying to stay because going into August, people start thinking about fall. But in Florida, you know, you're going to be you're going to be warm even going into December. So um Embracing the Florida down weather. New Jersey, New Jersey we get here. yeah. New Jersey, we get we're warm until until end of October. Well, you can get. I we've had Halloweens where we had to wear shorts, but after that, it gets cold. So we you know if we if we make it to Halloween being warm, we're we're lucky, but then it gets cold. Yeah, that's right. So, but anyways, yeah, I'm looking forward to it and looking forward to you know what the rest of the year brings in the the last part of this year. So to you know, kind of transition to this, we were thinking about this topic for a while now, and I know this is a topic that's been on the speculation brain of a lot of Disney fans also for a while, and that is the idea or speculation of the concept of a fifth gate or another park. So we're going to talk about that in this episode. So this is not another dining district or another restaurant district or another resort episode. This is another park. You know, there are four parks, obviously, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, and this will be number five, whatever it would be. So, Brian, you know, I mean, let's talk about it. What are some ideas, some things that are floating around? What do you think is real or not real or, you know, wherever we want to well, go here's, a, here's the thing. No, this is crazy. This, so, so this is something that if you were an Imagineer and you had this open palette to do something it's got has to be probably the the prime job or the you know the the to die for job as an imagineer because you kind of could figure something out you know and they haven't been able to do this for a long time um the only issue there's a couple of things you got to think about okay so first i think you know the first we we can discuss um what type of park it should be because that's you know there's your theme or what you know what's going on there but also you have to figure out where it's going to be because that's another interesting thing. You now there's room, but you know where's the smart place to go? And especially now when you have to, you know, you want to try to reduce costs whenever you can. Um, 
And uh, after that, then how do you, how's the transportation going to work? And that's another interesting thing. Like most yeah, of yeah. the resort, most of the parks have a decent means of transportation, but except for Animal Kingdom, which at this point still has only buses, which I think is a big drawback. Um, you know, when we talk about that park is that you know, while it's a beautiful park, well-planned and everything like that, the transportation wasn't planned very well because there's only one option, whereas most every other park has more than one. So I would think those are the things you have as we go through this today. Let's talk about that. Um, let's talk about speculate. I know the first thing, so I'll open it up and here as we dive into this, I'm going to say that, you know, the most common thing that you're going to hear is a dark or villain type park. Right. Would that, what would that, what would that be? Could that, could that, would that be pulled off? Would people like that? And my, my opinion right now is people would love that. It would draw and it might be something that, you know, the competition's there, you know, Epic is coming in into Universal. Um, Disney's got to compete somehow. We, and we have talked about that, right? We talked about it in previous episodes, you know, how are they going to compete? But something radical like that, very different than the other parks. You know, this is not your, you know, put your little kids in the princess dress and go to the park, Magic Kingdom. This is going to be a scarier, villainy type park. But as we know, there's, you know, many, many, many fans of the villains. So what do you think? So I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I have an issue with every idea that I've come up with, <laughs> including, okay. yes, the, the most popular one or the most, you know, the largest elephant in the room, which is the villains park. You know, if you think, and this is, I was actually talking to Emily about this earlier. And so we were, I was bouncing these ideas off of her to see what did she have? And I'll tell you in a, in a minute, an idea she had, which I also, I don't like either. And I told her that, but, and not that I don't like her idea. I, I don't see the, the logical reasoning behind it. So it's the same thing with villains, right? So we know that they've hinted to some sort of possible blue sky project at that D23 when they discussed this villain idea, right? In Magic Kingdom. And I feel like villains fit into more of the Magic Kingdom footprint, whether that would be an extension land that they would build a villain's land in Magic Kingdom. I don't. I, I see that it would have success as its own park, but I would have trouble in my brain not putting it into Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom, although it's separated into different lands with different themes like Frontier and, and Tomorrowland and all that stuff, it is primarily a, a land built on, on, not a land, a park built on fantasy and the concept of the imagination. And it's centered around the castle and fantasy land is a huge part. I know it's its own land in different aspects, but um, I just see villains fitting into a a sub part of Magic Kingdom. Like if they said that they were going to do an area and build it in Magic Kingdom of villains, I wouldn't be too surprised. Although it wouldn't, you'd have to match the land theme or something like that. Um, I guess what I'm saying is I'm struggling with the idea of it being a full park. I'm not saying it would be successful, but I'm struggling with it. And so here's kind of where my brain went, Brian. I was thinking, Go ahead. what would they do for the fifth? Okay, so. If you kind of go on that idea that Magic Kingdom is is kind of this fantasy Disney classic kind of you know motif, you know just kind of just a a very hasty generalization there, but uh, the Hollywood Studios is pop culture. This idea of, of you know a mixture of a lot of different stuff, which we've talked about some issues with pop 
with uh, Hollywood Studios theming, right? Animal Kingdom, obviously animals, and then Epcot, this futuristic enterprise meshing the future or tomorrow with the idea of the now and different countries together. What would be a fifth idea? Like what is not covered in that that also matches the Disney vision or the idea of tomorrow or the idea of cutting edge technology and leading pop culture, um, pioneering the ways in, in society as they do. So that's what I'm struggling with. So I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Okay. So here's, here's what me think. This is what I'll tell you. So I think if they could pull off a full villain park as a mirror, like a dark mirror of Magic Kingdom. So in other words, mm. this is what I'm thinking. Like the okay, upside so you, down. You got a ca- Cinderella's castle. You have Maleficent's castle. You have, ah, yeah. um, you know, a, you know, certain rides. Then you have a ride based on each of the villains. You have a couple of restaurants. You know, villain-based restaurants. You have the whole town restaurant uh, villains. Now, it, there's nothing. So nothing would not. It would be nothing that's not villains, but it would be an opposite. So I, you know, I, I don't know how we could do all these things, but pretty much every ride had, like, you know, obviously you can go. You know, there could be a. Uh, Alice in Wonderland have the Mad Hatter. I'm just trying to look at all the different. You could have a, you know, you you have an Ariel ride zone. You have an Ursula kind of thing. Ursula Ursula ride. You have meet and greets of all the villains because this is that's what people want to see. They want to get pictures with these villains. Now some of the villains don't don't match up, so we'd have to figure out. You know, Captain Hook would have to show up somewhere, and and some of the the Pocahontas. What's what's his name? John. Is it John? No, not yeah, John. Smith. Yeah. Who's the the bad guy in Pocahontas. Yeah, I'm, like yeah, all those, they're going to have right. to find, we have to find a place for them all, right? We'll have to figure out a, a place for them all and, and where would they would be and make it that way. So I would say you kind of do the same kind of park. You have like a, you know, villain main street, you have a, a villain castle, and then you have four, four lands and you have different rides in each one or different attractions in each one. And you just gear them towards the villains. It's very, you know, as however you could do that, you know, um, mm-hmm. You could have an Emperor Zerg, you know, in in some in some area. You could have um, Randall from from uh, Monsters Inc. You know, all these different villains. There's a lot of villains to play with, so you could you could figure out a way to get the most popular villains there. You know, have a villain parade. I guarantee you, this place would be packed all the time. It would be a yeah. must. It would it would fall. I mean, obviously, a lot of people would would put this. You know at the second or third of their parks when they go, because it's there's There are a lot of villain fans. Now, will the little kids like this? I don't know, but that's not a bad thing. You know, maybe, yeah, and maybe that's we what need I'm some, worried about. Is it, is it appealing to, to families? You know, is it appealing to families as a whole or, you know, Disney, well, they're villains in Disney to, movies though. Well, yeah, but Disney has to put villains in their movies so that a hero can come and accomplish the Disney vision of, you know, accomplishing that heroic, um, angle of the Disney film. So, you know, and, and this is just the question on my mind. Does Disney want to glorify the villain by giving its own park? All, I mean, what it's, it's a, a lot of times it's about the dollar anyways and chasing the dollar. Right. So, I mean, yes, you're right though, Brian, either way it would be successful. I just don't know if they would do it. That's my, my question. Well, yeah, um, I, I think though. Okay. So the, the world's changing. <clears throat> the world's changing. I think, the taste of people have changed. And I also think villains sometimes 
like if you look at look at Cruella, right? And and I think that movie, which I thought was better than people gave it credit for, um, Cruella, you kind of almost in a lot of ways understood what she went through and why she was bad, like the person oh, yeah. she was. There's a lot of that. Maybe that's one of those villains yeah. that you don't care. Like I've taken a picture with Cruella. I don't mind. Like that's right. And Melissa, Maleficent. Oh yeah. Same thing. Sure. You watch a Maleficent movie. You know, maybe she's not as bad as you think. And I think that's the whole situation there that we would we would look at. There's probably a soft side to every villain. You know, Captain Hook. I don't know. He's just he's an idiot anyway. But I think that's what they would probably I try think, to emphasize. Yeah. Yes, but I because so so here's the big thing: merchandise sales through the roof, right? They they go crazy. Oh yeah. Um, the food, you know, having a couple character meet and greet greets or restaurants, it'll go great. Right? I mean, who knows? The Poison Apple Diner, who knows? You know, I could all these the, the names. You got the marketing. Marketing would have a great time doing these things, and mm-hmm. and the rides they they wouldn't have to go nuts with rides. If they did something like an opposite, like, and I think, whereas, yeah, yeah they're going to have to be, you know, they're not going to do a different Tron one, but I think they could put in, they could start slow. I bet you if they, you know, just how, how, how we talked about Walt Disney World when it started off, it could happen, right? It, it, it could, I could see that, you know, hey, they have a, you know, a dozen rides. Maybe they don't charge as much the first year, but you know, the thing is, the other parts about the villain that people want, the people want to meet the villains, the people want to spend time with the villains, the people want to do that. That's going to be a big hit. Hmm. So I think it'll pay for itself. I, I, I think this is something that people have wanted. Now I do understand the whole, is this what Disney would want? But I, right. I think the world's changed a little bit and they would accept it. I really think so because Disney yeah. villains are not as bad as other villains. It's not yeah, like they're, right. I agree. It's not like you're doing, you know, Jason from Friday the 13th or something like that. Right. That's not, you know, yeah. they're not having that, you know, they're not having, right. Um, the, you know, the person from the last house on the left or leather face or something. They're not having those kind yeah. of people there. Right. Yeah. Um, I think this, I think they could figure out a way to make it good. Um, if they could ever get, you know, because because I, I I've I've laughed about this, but it's definitely been happening. They they have one of the IPs that they've tried to get before Universal is is the Godzilla because because the fact that they have the Tokyo um, the Tokyo uh, parks and they have tried. So I that could happen too. That could you know hey they have a Godzilla Mountain and they because Godzilla is another one of those. You know, they're you know people like Godzilla. They don't really hate Godzilla, even though Godzilla smashes buildings down. But people don't always hate Godzilla. So or King Kong, right? They could do that. I, I think that would be hilarious if they could ever pull that off. No, I, I really do. I mean, I have another you know another option for. But I, I think the villain park, if it's done right and they spend the time to to to, to really think about the best approach, they could do it without really having to go nuts they could just they just have to really spend the time you know building a castle is going to be expensive but they'd have to they'd have to build a castle like you could not get by without building some kind of you know villain lair you have to right right and you know i agree i agree you'd have to you have to put an icon staple in the park because each, each park has an icon so i have a few others too i mean uh that are like popular okay, you, go, you go next, go park next. You go, you go next all right so go. let's talk about the next one that i think is, is popular circling on the rumor uh sphere and that is uh this beastly kingdom uh, idea so as we as we know um the area that is in animal kingdom that is pandora 
originally was supposed to be the beastly kingdom. So an area of animal kingdom where you have, you know, you have Africa, you have Asia, you have Dino land, and then you're going to have beastly kingdom instead of Pandora. And this beastly kingdom would be that fantasy aspect of animal kingdom where you could tie in dragons or mythical beasts or even tie in movies like Onward or other fantasy type um, movies with creatures in them, which I think is a good idea. And um, I just don't see it as a whole park. Again, this is one I struggle with too. I don't know how you could put something in a total beastly kingdom or some people have said it would be called dominion or, or mythical beast or mythical kingdom or, or whatever the name of it would be. Um, I don't see how you could make a whole park with that without saying some aspect of that should be in another park uh, or you know, this it should be in Animal Kingdom, or this should be in Magic, or this should have been in Hollywood. You know, that's my struggle in my mind when I'm thinking through these is, you know, Epcot, Epcot can't be in Animal Kingdom. Epcot can't be in Magic Kingdom. I know Tomorrowland and Future World have some similarities, but, you know, they stand alone on their own in good retrospect. You know, they're not going to build another movies park. Like, that's another one on, on the list. People think they could do a pop culture park or call it a star wars park or a a full well, you know, whatever they missed so they missed they, they missed they did that's big a huge miss, opportunity they missed my dizzy they should have done a star wars park like i agree with that galaxy's edge does not fit in hollywood studios we know that it should they should right they, they had enough changed there's hollywood enough studios. there to do that yeah, yeah. They, they've changed it to be you know a, a just a blender which we've talked about this before on on the shows you know They've changed it to be a blender of movies and other shows. And that's why they can't do a full, you know, specific, they wouldn't do a Toy Story park. They wouldn't do a, you know, a specific movie park because it, why would you build a park for insert movie name here? And then you just make Star Wars a land. So, so I mean, for all these reasons, these parks exist as they are right now. So that's why I don't know how Beastly Kingdom would, would fit. So what are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the Beastly Kingdom thing. I think that it's just there's too much there, and it's not a draw. It's not yeah. like it's not something that's gonna you're gonna go out of your way to go to because you, you mm-hmm. might you might say, "Hey, I'll go because it's new," but is that something people are looking forward to? Like people are looking right. forward to a villain park. Um, that I think that would be really cool. Um, the Beastly, you know, again, a fifth park, no matter what it is. It's going to be cool because it'll be new. It'll be fresh. Yep. We're going to love going. We're going to love talking about it. We're going to love critiquing it, good or bad. We're going to like that because it'll be fun. Um, so I can't – and it will also help diversify the crowds a little bit more. Maybe it'll ease yep. up the crowds. So there's a lot of positive things about that. But I'm not sure about the Beastly one. That that one is – that's not even – I didn't even have that on my list because I had heard you it. Didn't. I believe I've read about that. Yeah. It's been all over – it's all over the place. You can search oh, yeah. all over and yeah. see it. But I just never thought it never hit me as something like that. Would that's it? Like you know, like yeah, they, sometimes yeah, things like right. ring off and resonance. They, like that's the one I want to do. It doesn't yep. do that. It doesn't do that. So we want to so hear my next, next one? one. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear. It. Now this one's this was a, this is not my because I, I have two. This one and I have one more that I have thought about. Okay. This one here is something that a lot of people would like. Walt Disney would like. Just don't know how the, the the community would like this one. So I would love a classics park. I would like a park where you you look at some of the 
really, really classic things that Disney did, the things that put Disney on the map. You know, what you know, you, you know, I always say, like, I still say Apple Dumpling Gang is, you know, maybe, you know, uh, uh, the Nutty Professor and um, that darn cat and and all those kind of things. The things that Walt Disney used to do, those type of movies, um, the classics, Sword in the Stone, uh, even though there is something in Magic Kingdom. But some of the things that are just not part of what's there today, try to incorporate them and get it back and get people to start looking at some of those classics again. Because, and you guys know as well as I do, and and, fan, and Spoonies, you got to know this. And if you if you don't think this is true, uh, I'm really surprised that nobody, and this is not just Disney, nobody is putting out classics anymore you look at the last couple movies that have gone out they've been some have been good and again not just disney but i'm just saying look at all the movies they're either remakes of other things or 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 uh, superhero movies which again i love superhero movies but you can't have so many of them and there's not a lot of new content anymore so go back and look at some of the things that were really good and hold up and maybe start reintroducing those to the kids so they could watch them and fall in love with them like we did. So I think a cool classics type park that focuses on that would be great. Now, would it alter Magic Kingdom a little bit or Disneyland in California <clears throat> a little bit? Yeah, it might impact that. But there's enough. I think there's enough IP that we're not using. Like 101 Dalmatians, one of the most popular Disney movies of all time really nothing there you know nothing around now if we can get cruella but you don't see much um lady and the tramp um aristocats right all that stuff they there's no there's no mention of it anywhere and that's the stuff that made disney popular so why not have a place you can then go back and celebrate all that stuff celebrate these classics that we love and that i you know my kids watch these things and my kids like these these movies and I really think that more, I would like to see more parents go back and instead of showing them, you know, some of these bad things that we, that they put out now that are just not as good, show them some of the classics that, you know, made us all love Disney. You know, what, what, what drew us to Disney back in the day was those type of animations like Robin Hood, the Robin Hood to another one, just no one pays attention to that anymore. That was a great, great movie. Um, all that fox and the hound, like all that stuff. Let's let's celebrate that stuff in a new park, and the kids will ask questions like, "Hey, why is this? Why are we going on this 101 Dalmatians ride? What is this? Hey, let's go watch the movie and see." And you know, get kids to like that and, and watch, you know, family friendly things nowadays. Okay, so that's that's so, weird. You know, it's not it's no, not it's, you know a lot of people are going to argue with me on that. Go ahead. Well, one of the ideas when I was talking to Emily about this. I said, you know what park I would like to see, you know, Disney through the years, and which is exactly what you're saying. I said, think about, you know, an attraction with Steamboat Willie or something, you know, some sort of feature with that. But then you would also put in a lot of the classics, right? The the Disney throughout the years. And, and Brian, I'm on board with you. That's what I'm saying is, is this is this was my idea as well. But I also regretfully think that Disney would never do this. Um, which is sad, but I hope that they would because you could make it. And, you know, this, a feature attraction you could put at this park is a Mary Poppins attraction. You know, it was supposed to go in the, 
United Kingdom Pavilion at Epcot, and now it's either not or they're delaying it. We don't really know, but this park could put Mary Poppins, you know, in the in the park. That would be a huge hit to people. Mary Poppins is super popular, but you could also yep, yep. sprinkle in all the other stuff in and there holds too. up. And holds yeah. up. Oh yeah, right. That's right. Mary so, Poppins. You can watch Mary Poppins now. It's it's great still, right? Yep, that's right. And you know, we I, I read this online, and this is true. You know, Mickey never had a feature attraction until Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in 2020, which is crazy. How could you never build a feature attraction for for Mickey? But now he has his own, and that's the railway in in both you know East and West Coast. But you know, maybe another idea, and I'm not, you know, this wasn't one that was on my list, but I saw it floating around online, but do a Sensational Six Park, right? Instead of Fabulous Five, Sensational Six is what they're calling, adding Daisy in there. And you do you do a feature of a bunch of their stuff, but, you know, I just don't see how, um, how you can't enjoy these, the classics like you're, and I agree with everything you just said, but I, I've unfortunately think that they would never do that, but I think it's warranted and it would, should be considered. It would be, yeah, I th- I think, so let's go back and look at it. So would it be as popular as a villain park? No. Would it be, would it be more popular than Beastly Kingdom? I think so. I agree. Um, yep. It would just be, you have to figure out the right way to do it. You know, you know you'd look at certain, you'd have, they, you know, they probably have to go back and look. Because, you know, guys, go back in Disney Press and start looking at some of the classics. There's a lot there that you might have forgotten that, that, that even exist. And, that's another incredible thing. There are so many things out there that don't get any mention. Oh, like Emperor's New Groove. Like uh, Mackenzie's not on, but Mackenzie will tell you. Oh, yeah. She does not That's understand why it does not get enough play. Why does it not get enough play? There's a uh-huh. lot of things yep. that for some reason don't get enough play. And this would be a great park to do that because for Disney themselves, if they could get another generation to come in and start looking at some of these classics, buying merchandise. Right, buying those kind of things, um, revisiting these things, um, I think that would be the best way to do it because you're not going to have to put the money out to put out new movies. I think what they're doing now and the harm that they're doing now is they're putting out other versions of classics, and, and it's always a danger of are you doing it right? And if you do it right, that's okay. But if you don't do justice by it, people might back away, and then yep. they're not even paying attention to the classics. I don't know. These are the kind of things that I worry about. There's no reason to do live action of anything anymore. Why don't you put out some new content? But the new content's been terrible. We're not terrible, but not up to par for what we expect from a Disney movie. Um, so they revert back to doing these live actions because they're not creative enough to do something good. That's the problem. And I think, yeah, I, agree with I you. guarantee you there's Imagineers who have great ideas and just no one's listening to them. I guarantee you. Yep, and we have to take some chances on those things. Walt, Walt used to take chances on things. He wasn't. Not everything was a hit, right? Not everything was a hit, and some of them were became hits, and he never expected it to be a hit. Uh, you know that. You know, obviously, look at Frozen. Frozen. No one thought Frozen was going to be a hit. They didn't hardly even. They yep. hardly even promoted it, right? And it became a you know became a blockbuster. Those kind of things could happen. Um, mm-hmm. Let you know. Let's go back and look at that. And I think we. It would be great. I I do agree with you. I don't think Disney would do it. But yeah. I think if they ever sat down and, and looked at the pros and cons of it, saying, hey, guess what? We already have this content. Let's go celebrate it. Let's bring it back. Let's produce a bunch of merch. Let's do all this stuff. And guess what? We'll be able to do this without having to put out 
you know, new rides and new movies that, that to, to make people want to go on these things. I, I, I don't know. I think it would be really cool. You know, I, I still say, and, and actually, if you guys, whoever listened to the last episode, I used um, the theme song to uh, the Apple Dumpling Gang, gang say, I just watched mm-hmm. that. And that always yeah. holds up. It always makes me laugh. It, it is. Those are the kind of things that, you know, that people were like, you know, Davy Crockett, all those, they're just classics. That's what Walt did, you know, and those are the things yep. that if we're celebrating, because that could be the name of the park. The, the park could be Celebration of Walt, right? And mm, that could yeah. be, right, that might be the way to do it. If we did it, the park is Celebration of Walt, and we yep. look at the stuff that was done while he was alive. Oh, yes, yeah, so here we are. We're, we're here. We're, you and I are brainstorming as we go along, Evan. Isn't this cool? So let's say we do this. So let's say we take some of mix up our ideas right here. We have it. The park is a celebration of Walt, and it's only things that were introduced while he was alive. So that would be interesting, right? Or built upon so basically his things, the things that he ideas. had his finger on, the stuff right. that really had the magic. Whether he sparked the idea and then it, it ran, you know, that opens it up a little bit more. It has to be, you know, classic Walt, classic Disney, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, that would be an awesome idea. That might, that might, see, that might swing it. And I, I think, and and just so you know, this, if anybody's trying to steal that idea, this is copyrighted right here and then by Evan and I. Um, <laughs> we just we brainstormed it right here. No, like we didn't read this from anybody else. This is something that we thought of, but I think. Um, that could be so, so cool. The celebration of Walt. Um, I, I, uh, you know how many people will be on board with that? That would be all the true fans would love that. All the true fans would love that because, you know, Hey, we always talk about why we're a Disney person. You know, we have a lot, we all have a love for Walt and what he did. I, I still to this day think he's one of the most influential, influential people that have, of the last, you know, 200 years. I, I, I just amazing what he's done and what he was able to accomplish before anybody else and what he did and, and what then the lasting F effects of what he did from all these years, right? It's still, how many people can say that they did that? Not many, not many. So, okay. So I have so one, was, one that, more. Do you have another one? Was okay, that kind of your, was that kind of your vote of what you, th- what you think should, should be? I'm, I'm just curious. Well, my number one, my number one pick, yeah, my number one pick is, is a celebration of Walt. I, okay, I, I, right. you know, as much as I would like a villain park, but I, ha- I have another, I have another option you, that might ahead, be. Go ahead and say your last one, and then I'll tell you what okay. mine would be. Okay, okay. So my last one, and this is one that is more practical, not exactly what I would want to be, want to have, but it probably, if I in, in the present state, it would probably be the best way to do it. It would, and again, I don't know what you would name this park, but I would name a, it. It would be it's basically like a kitchen kitchen sink type park, and it would be just somebody sits down and talks about, okay, the this is these are the movies and and characters and things that we want to start to promote, maybe some of the newer things, um, and, and and start like make a list and say, okay, you know, Encanto and you know Coco and and. Yeah, and all these different yeah. things and things that we haven't talked about. And then de- de- develop something with that. Um, and then put together a bunch of things. And, and when I say the kitchen sink is there will be no theme. It would just be, hey, we're going to we're gonna have this here and this here. Like almost like California Adventure, the way it kind of is. It's like right, so all, right. it's really not a theme. 
Now, do I like that? No. But here's the positives. The yeah. positives are when you have to change something out, it's not a big deal. You don't screw up the theme. And mm-hmm. and so if you do it in a way, again, what you what you what will you do? I wouldn't know. It would be, you know, Disney's, you know, uh, I I don't even know. I, I haven't even thought of a name for this one. Right. But you know. Like the kitchen sink whole thing about it, you know, is it some Pixar stuff that we haven't talked about? Yeah, you know, Pixar yeah. stuff that was never done. So throw in some Disney stuff, like Star Wars, Marvel. Like you could have a Marvel. You could maybe, <clears throat> maybe you can have, you know, one land of all like water based things. You could have, um, you know, Nemo and and this and that and, and Namor and 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 like you know you could have something from each, um, each of the IPs. But but have it in a theme. So you have a water area, a cave area, a frontier area, whatever you ha- you want to do it, and then you just mix up the IPs. And then if you have to switch them up, you switch them up later, and it doesn't impact anything. And the reason why, if you think of the example, you look at California Adventure, which is kind of a hodgepodge of stuff. It really is. It doesn't make. There's no real theme. It's not. No. You know the 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 original theme was lost long ago, but. Recently, they moved A Bug's Life, which is, a, it's, again, a great movie that they gave it a really cheesy kitty park area. Mm-hmm. But they took that out, um, and, and, and so they needed to use it for something else. They took it out. Hey, guess what? That worked. No one even noticed. It wasn't, no, there was no uproar because right. there was really no theme. It wasn't going against the theme. And I yeah. think if you did something like that, you could do that. And then that would allow... The Imagineers to be a little bit more creative, to just build things, to maybe break up into different teams to work on different areas, and it wouldn't it wouldn't have a theme. And I and again I wouldn't even know what you would name the theme, I, what you would name this park, you know, um, you know, Orlando Adventure, and I, I don't know, but something like you would you would have to do it that way, but you would just be able to just go to town and build new things and be creative and yeah. not have to worry yeah. about adhering to a theme. I I don't think that would be. You know, this would well, not like, be something I would like. No, I don't think a lot of Disney true fans would. But it would like work. It. And I think but it would work, it would, and it would be probably easy to do. It would be the safest avenue that they could take. And you know, safest is not typically the Disney way. You know, they're they're the pioneers of of this kind of stuff, right? So taking just a safe that's very much universal move to me. You know, that's a yes. Uni- oh, there you go. That's great. Universal can build unlimited amount of parks because each park that they build is just more kitchen sink of universal, right? That's what all of their parks are. I mean, they may throw a Harry Potter land in one and another, but that's all it is. You have, you throw in this ride from this film here, this ride from this, and then Epic universe is going to be, you know, this area from this show or film or game or whatever, and that show or film or game, and they could just keep going on and on. So universal has a never ending plan for, for, uh, or, or, they're not struggling to find a theme for parks because they just keep doing what they're doing. They just keep making universal parks over and over and over again. And that'll fit their brand. Right. So I hate to see Disney start producing universal type parks, you know, and that would, I think would be what this one would be, although it would be a safe and probably profitable move. I would, I hope that they don't do that. You know, I really do. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't. Yeah. And that would be, but again, Unless there was a theme that stuck, this yeah. could help quiet the noise, right? Uh, but right. yeah, I don't know. So, what's your next? What's your next? So, question? I mean, my last one was just, um, and, and before I mention that, I'll say Emily said that she the only thing she could come up with is she wished that they would make a whole 
like Toontown Park, you know, something that, and we kind of talked about that for a minute, something that's geared more towards younger kids. Um, but the problem with that is that Disney would have to start charging for toddlers, right? For children under three. I mean, we, we were thinking about like Peppa Pig Land and these kind of, th- these things yeah. are more, you know, um, for the toddlers, for smaller kids, maybe you, maybe you put Toontown back in a park and then you put like kids play areas and then you have smaller coasters, like almost like a Disney junior park in a way, you know what I mean? But not like all Disney junior characters, but maybe you have a, a Vampirina section of the park and, or they have like a big play set that's fancy Nancy, you know, I, I don't know, something, something along that line of, you know, that was her idea doing sort of a, cause you know, Ezra's on her mind and that stuff. And, and a lot of families have the small kids on their mind that unless you're at magic kingdom and, and look, every, we've talked about this, every park is appealing to small kids. There's stuff for kids to do in every park, but um, that young, young kid, just say five and under, you know, this could be the park for them, but you know, how could you make a park towards that and not charge the toddlers in Disney's eyes? Right. I mean, well, you're because a lot of parents, adults might not want to go. A lot of right, the teenage kids right. won't want to go. They're not going to want to go. They, so you can't, you, you're going to have to give something that's appealing to the whole family. So that's, and that's another issue with the villains park, you know, where you would get teenagers that wouldn't want to go to the junior, you'd get families with small kids. Like we would not, like Ezra would not enjoy the villains part, right? So on our Disney vacation, unless it's just Emily and I, which we would, we're not going to take Ezra there. Well, by the time right? he's, by the time it's built, though, he would. <laughs> See, that's the problem right, is right know, now. It's oh, going to yeah, take him three or right. four years to build it. And sure, he, he's but, not going to want to go to the. He's not going to go to the kiddie park. He'll say like, "Hey, I want to go to the villains park now, Dad." Yeah, you know, but the the, that's, the next you that's know the, the, thing. the other thousands of families with small kids, you know, they may think the same thing. So they, whatever they would have to do, they're going to have to soften it to to make sure it's appeal, appealing to every age range of, of kids. But anyways, I'll, in our last kind of bit here, I want to say what my idea was that I did see online. And I think you could either make its own park or you could make it a part of the celebration of Walt Park. And that is this idea of um, this forever Disney park where instead of killing off Disney World or land rides, they go to this park. So Horizons, a great movie ride, uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, um, or, or maybe, you know, things that are, are about to go or have gone or whatever that have been successes, you bring this, and maybe you can't do a whole park, so maybe it's a section of the classic Walt, you have a section of, you know, Disney Forever rides. Um, you know, no one... The great movie ride, you know, was getting older, so it could be updated, right? But the idea of it was awesome. I loved the ride. I mean, people loved Horizons. There's a lot of rides like that, right? Twenty thousand leagues, maybe. I mean, some of these type rides. Body that, wars, body words, body, body, body wars. wars. Or how about how about those? If you ever look at the pictures of the original Disneyland, they had like pony rides and they had like yeah. motorboat yeah. rides and things like that. Those those kind of cool things that were taken away, or maybe Alien Adventure. Um, which was scary for the kids, but, um, and maybe, you know, if I they want to use real estate, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. If they want to use real estate somewhere, like for instance, carousel of progress, no one would ever want to get rid of carousel of progress, but maybe they, Disney has something else in mind for that spot. And the carousel of progress could move to this celebration of Walt Parker and this section of this Disney forever aspect of the park where, you know, 
classic staples go or either retired attractions go. So that was another idea I thought was interesting because, you know, Horizons would be super popular today if it was updated in a, a, uh, you know, a cool form or, and especially you could also, I mean, like the whole edutainment thing, like the play pavilion that we don't know if it's coming or not. There's a big empty building in Epcot right now. The interventions, I, that interventions was so cool. Um, There was, you know, I still don't understand why did, why close it down? I know that was a prime, it was prime real estate. And I understand that, you know, that wasn't a good planning to have it right smack in the middle of the park. But interventions, it, it to this day would have held up, and it's night. It was it definitely was not a big investment for them, and it kept people. It kept the crowds separate. It gave a decent number of people the opportunity to get away from get away from the the craziness, go there, mm-hmm. and then disperse disperse the crowds a little bit. Like crowd movement and crowd activity is super big in, in the entertainment business. Being able to get those crowds, like some of these rides that can take, you know. Two or three hundred people off the paths for an hour are great because mm-hmm. it, it opens up the walkways for other people, um, and, and those are the kind of things that Epcot used to have, and they don't have that anymore. Uh, and that's going to be a problem. You know, again, I hope these other things open up soon. You know, I know the Moana Way of Water is it's taken more more time to build than one of these other parks would have taken. But it's, yeah. it's like that kind of stuff has to happen. So, okay. Yep. I, so here's one thing. I, I actually like that idea of yours. I, I think it's, um, you, you know me, I, I love the classics. I love those things. I, I think that would be great. And again, it wouldn't be a big investment because they, they have to invest on moving them, but mm-hmm. they wouldn't have to trash the rides. They could get it, move them over right. there, keep yep. them there. And also you quiet down the bad press. Like when one of these That's rides right. closed down, you know they get like like Splash Mountain. Oh my God, they were getting hammered about Splash Mountain. Yep. Regardless of whether it was a good idea or not, it's just the way they did it wasn't right, and they got the bad press for for and they left it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's been open way longer than it should have been because yep. they were worried about that. Now, so Evan, here's my question. This is my other thing to you. Um, I've looked really closely about where the heck we could do it. Now, there's a lot of land, so there's land all over the place. But logically, where are you going to put it? And the one piece that I've, I've read about was that there's definitely a ton of room near ESPN zone that oh yeah, it, it's just unused, right? It's not going to impact anything because there's area near Animal Kingdom, but then you might impact the animals. There's area mm-hmm. near Fort Wilderness, but then, again, you might impact the wilderness because it's a preserve, right? You, you, you would cause right. a lot of problems there. But over near ESPN zone, there's a ton of land, right? So that would be the prime place. And also, you wouldn't have to screw up any of the roads. And transportation-wise, which I did talk about, that's important. Like, how are you going to get people by a boat or by by? You can't all do bus because then the bus system becomes more of a pain. I think you could actually piggyback off the Skyliner and just add another another couple, another area there to the Skyliner. And just move it over because it's it's right in that path, so you could probably figure out, out a way to make that happen. Um, I think that would be the prime area because it, it the whole thing is Disney's not going to want to have to knock something else down or move something else. So if they can actually build it without impacting any freestanding structure, you don't want to mess up ESPN Zone because they have a big business there with the kids and the sports and all stuff like that. That's a big business for them. They you know they bring in people to the parks. Um, they fill up hotels. They can't mess up ESPN zone, but you wouldn't have to. 
you could, there's enough land over there to do that. Um, and I think it would be, I think that would be the smart move. There's 230 acres that's, that can be used that won't impact anything else. I think that's, that's the, the diagram I saw. So what do you think about so, that? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a smart placement. I think another placement is going to be south of the Magic Kingdom Resorts, but north of Coronado Springs. That's a huge um, sort of nothing area. Uh, it's going to be sort of east. And, and Spoonies, I'll post a picture in the Facebook group of the area I'm talking about. It's going to be east of the toll road 429, which, you know, out in some of that area you have, of course, Magnolia Golf Course, uh, the Palm Golf Course, Oak Trail Golf Course. You have a lot of that, which is going to be west of, you know, the Magic Kingdom Resorts. But south of that, but north of Coronado Springs, it is a huge just woods. That's really what it is. Um, and it's kind of Western way is that road that cuts through that going back to the toll bridge. There's a lot of nothingness above. There's some, there is some like cast buildings and stuff like that if you look at it. But there's also room too for, for, for possible growth there. So yeah, I think there's room for it for sure. Um, but also the, the question to consider too, to ask you, Brian, is what is a, as you're thinking of where to put it, What's also a good viable timeline of when we could see something like this? Five years? Wow. Ten it's years? Take four I mean, to five four years. years. That's, think, too, that's too soon. I, yeah, I think three three to four years to build a park nowadays. They did they did Shanghai and and uh, and Hong Kong in, in, in record time. I don't think it'd be that quick, but actually three to four years to build a park. You weren't you're not gonna have to worry about you know, you have to do a little bit of transportation, but a lot of things you're not, it depends on where you build it to, Evan. It's like, if you, if it's just cutting down trees and, and, sw- and filling up swampland, okay, fine. That, that won't be difficult to do. Yep. If you have to move roads, if you have to mm-hmm. shut things down, if you have to change infrastructure in any way or possible, that, that adds to it. So if they, the, the key is to find a place where you don't have to do that, right? You, where you can yep. easily just go to town and build. Um, yep. you'd have, you know, you'd have to spend some time with your theming and design. So they would take some, you know, they'd say the first, the first year, once they say, okay, we're doing it the first year, they got it. They got a load of theme. You know, we gave them some th- themes. I guarantee you they have like 35 different themes ready to go and, and look at it. And they would probably have to figure out what's going to happen. How are we going to do this? And then start planning and looking at the budgets and seeing what they can do. Um, the biggest attraction that people are going to say, and, and it might be me too is that why don't you spend that energy and fix these other parks that are missing and have closed rides and, and things that are not filled. And, you know, why don't you do that too? You know, like why are you building a new park where you have, um, where Stitch's Great Escape is still not filled, right? Or, or things like that. We haven't, mm-hmm. they haven't been finished yet. And um, so. Yeah, I agree with that do, statement. Is that, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't, so that's going to, you know, people are going to say that. So. They have to figure out how to make that work both ways, right? You have to, you can't, you can't forget about the other parks. So you got to be able to do that. But you also got, if you want to build this new one, you got to be able to put all your energy into doing it and hitting the deadlines because investors are going to, you're going to have to get people to invest. You're going to have to get, you're going to have to take some, borrow some money. And, and, and then second of all, with all the stuff going down in Florida right now in Orlando and DeSantis and all that, it's not going to be as easy for them to do this anymore. 
Yeah, right? that's right. They, I mean, they you, have to hire you, special contractors. You have to you deal you have to deal with different regulations now. Um, you'd have to call in, you know, the the, the state regulated contractors to do things and all things like that. So. Well, it's to your a point too, world. I think I don't, even, I don't know if Disney's ready for that. I don't even know if they have if they have if they have the experience in doing that because they never did. They've never had to go back and and show that to anybody. They just worked, did what they wanted to do. They're not going to be able to do that anymore. So I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know either. Point. And I think your your other point of uh, you'd have a, a good deal of pushback about filling in existing empty space or or finishing making improvements, like you know. I, if they were to announce plans for a, a fifth park and Epcot is still not finished, I mean, you, I mean, that was just illogical, right? I mean, so you're, you're right. They would have to, I'm thinking that it's going to be in the future. I mean, I think in the next five years, we may still not see the completed and, and by completed, I mean, existing completion on all projects and filling in of empty space. I don't mean they decide to build a new section of magic kingdom. I mean, that, that can happen at any time in any year or whatever, and that's fine. But I think they, they have some time to iron. They need to iron out some things before they would talk about a fifth park. Um, However, I don't know how you feel about this statement, and I don't know if it's true either. I don't, I don't have a, opinions on a lot of this stuff right now because I'm just thinking about it. But if we don't see or hear a rumor of a fifth park in the next 10 years, we may never see a, a rumor for a fifth park. And a lot of people believe, Brian, that there's never going to be a fifth park, uh, that this is what it's going to be, and they'll always be making well, changes to the existing four. If you, if, you, if you build up and increase and enhance these other four parks, maybe you don't need a fifth park. But the right. problem is yeah. right now, every park, every park, all of them, all four, have flaws, and they have things yep. that have to be fixed and have to be enhanced. So, yep. and but all and all four of them have room to grow, right? They you yep. can grow every one of these parks. There's room, right? You don't have to even you don't have to touch anything there and still grow. So you could do either or, but the fifth park. <clears throat> The, the thing about the fifth park, which would be pretty cool in a lot of ways for the investors, is that if you have five parks, the average family traveling will now, instead of you know having the four-day four pan, they're going to stay one extra day because they mm-hmm. want to hit every park. Yep. And that's just going to add more value. Now, to, to have a fifth park, though, Evan, I have to say one thing, too. Is we're going to have to get another resort in there because you're going to run out of room. Oh gosh, like for sure. But the, that, the other whole thing, you know, the demand, the demand for parks is going to be bigger. So then you're going to have you're going to have more demand for room. You know, and honestly, Brian, it's um, I don't know if even a fifth park would work. You know, you brought up a good point, which is logistics and families vacation. You know, you add a fifth park in there, then I mean, you're at least going to have to take possibly seven days off of work. You know, you have a, a day going down, a day coming back, and you do five in the middle to do a park each day. And then what if you want to go to Disney Springs? You can't. That's a lot of time off. And if you're thinking about the average family, you know, that would maybe want to hit all the parks or the first time goer that would can only go once. I mean, um, which, uh, you know, if say a lot of our country has the Monday through Friday jobs or whatever. I mean, I know a lot of them don't, but say they do. You know, it's easy to take, quote unquote, a week off work for a lot of us is Monday through Friday, right? We take that off and we're good. Well, 
seven days is a is a, a, a whole week, right? So you're you're coming. You'd have to take a little more time. So it's just a logistical issue that I don't know if Disney would care about or if they would think about. Because with four, it's manageable to do that in a in an actual physical week, right? But you add five, and it's more days. Travel down up. You know, it, it's just it's some some more variables to that equation of the logistics of a family vacation. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. It does. So that's why yeah. going back to taking the four parks, expanding each yep. of them. Just so basically say, instead of, we're not going to do a fifth park, but we're going to expand each of the four parks, not one, not two, not three, all four. So yep. all four are going to get expanded. Right. So that means what that means is there's more room in each park for the crowds. The crowd is dispersed more. It's a more enjoyable visit. You'll be able to go on more things. We're not taking anything away. We're just adding. And we're adding mm-hmm. space and we're adding another attraction or another thing and just keep doing it that way. Cause there is room in every park. There's no, it's not like California. Yep. See one thing about Anaheim and, and, and the, in the two parks there, you have to be creative with land. Cause there's just, there's a finite amount of room because they didn't, they never assumed that they would need all that extra land. Yep. Uh, it, they sold it up. You know, a lot of hotels bought it up and, and, and businesses mm-hmm. bought it up really quickly. So there's not yep. that, that excess land over there. So they have to be very creative, taking things down, putting things up, mm-hmm. using space really, really smart, like doing the smart move, making the smart decisions. In in Ad- in Orlando, you can go crazy. You have tons of room all oh, over yeah, the place. Oh, yeah, ton of room. So it's just a matter of do you want to? What's the right move? How are you going to make it work? And uh, will people accept it? And in my opinion, everybody is going to. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think this is great. I think we, our discussion is great. I, I, this is a lot of things for you guys to think about. We've been talking about an, almost an hour. Um, I didn't think we were going to talk this long. Me There's either. a lot for everybody to think about. So let's, you know, yeah. um, we could probably wrap it up here, but Spoonies, let's wrap it up here. We we'll, want to we'll hear your the, opinion on this. Yeah. We yeah, really want to hear your we'll, opinion. We'll take it to the group and let's, let's talk about it in the group. So, you know, Spoonies, let's just, um, Let's wrap it up here and say that let's continue this conversation in our Facebook group. So to find us, you can go to Facebook, A Spoonful of Podcast Spoonie Nation. We're also on Instagram and we are on X, which formerly known as Twitter. And you can also email us info at a spoonful of podcast.com with any show ideas. Please also don't forget to rate and review our show. Um, and look, we, we hold it out there and say, if you want to come on our show, just let us know. We have some cool stuff coming up. We have a lot of really cool things coming, especially stuff we have planned for going into next year. And at the beginning of the episode, we talked about the remainder of this year. Um, thank you all for, uh, just being along with us on this journey and we can't do it without you. So without further ado, broadcasting from the backside of water, wherever that may be at a fifth park, who knows? Until next time, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a spoonful of podcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast the return to civilization.